Do you not like the Prophets of Rage album? I no, I think it's terrible. Really? I also tried to listen to it Absolutely. and I did not enjoy myself. No, it's like Hey guys, remember Rage from 1991? Um and how amazing that was? And then there's follow-up album from 95. Uh, remember how amazing that was? And then that third album which was also still pretty good. Let's just try that again. 20 years later. Oh, it sucks. It sucks hard. <laughs> See, I don't know. It's I just, it's it's not good. It's not it's good not at all. Good. Chuck D, the great Chuck D. Don't get me wrong. All praise to Chuck D for all the you know all, all he's done for in Public Enemy for hip hop and being you know sort of a very much a, a revolutionary rapper. Mm-hmm. Does not command the stage with that band. And then be real. I mean, come on, Cypress Hill is kind of a joke. <laughs> and, and then and then the 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 band were like. We're innovative. We're Rage Against the Machine. Now we're Audio Slave, and we're not innovative anymore. It's just kind of like recycling old hat. And this feels like, this feels like, recycled. Just it's not good. It's really bad. It's like let's suck all the joy out of everything and just release this album because the world needs it because of Trump. <laughs> but we 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 never asked for it. We don't want it anymore. Wait. So did you not like Audio Slave either? No, not at all. Oh. Well, I guess there's a there's a philosophical difference for us. Yeah, I, I'm I'm on the fence with Audio Slave. I, I enjoyed Audio Slave. Uh, I and and here's what I will say. I I don't think the Prophets of Rage album is a hundred percent great. Like when I posted that, I was about halfway through the album, and as I went on, it it did certainly get quite like slightly less uh, quality. But I still enjoy it. Uh, there's a couple of songs where I'm like, oh, you guys are sounding a little uh, old man yelling at clouds here, but. Uh, I don't know. I, it, I enjoy that. I don't know. Uh, I don't like it. It's like you go from Zach De La Roca's like pretty impressive raps to Chuck D's like every line is a slogan you could use at a protest. <laughs> yeah. Paint. Paint. Point. Here's my songs. I'll paint. Pick one of the lines. Doesn't matter which one. And put it on a sign. It works. Um. And then be real. There's that whole fucking that that song with be real where he's like. Here's a here's a here's a here's a travel guide to anywhere in the country that legalized marijuana. <laughs> Yay. I'll just tell you names of all the cities that did. No, that's fair. I didn't <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't like, I did not like that real. track. I did not like that track. Uh that one it's and the one so about dumb. drones was those were both that I was like, mm, mm. No. It's not it's not good. It's real bad. It's it, yeah. it's so formula it's so formulaic. It's like Hey guys, we need to write a song. All right, cool. Uh the savage land welcome back to the savage land i'm jason i'm matt Oh, Jason, Rachel goes after you every time. God damn. <laughs> I got excited, man. You did. Still hopped up on that. You're hopped up on that Prophets of Rage. This is the show now. <laughs> hey, who's that, who's that person with you, uh, uh, presumptive Matt? It's Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Yep. Matt, Matt will just speak for me from now on. 
I'm not doing that. <laughs> I you saying that made me realize why you weren't talking and I was like, "Oh, that's funny. That's really funny." <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, that's good. I dig it. Cuz you you weren't talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> um uh well, hey guys, do you, do you have you ever have you ever thought about buying comics? In your life? All the time. What? Uh, only once in my life. I can remember the moment. It was it was 2002. Um, I was in Des Moines, Iowa. and Why the fuck were you in uh, Des Moines, Iowa? It's in Iowa. Yeah. It's, okay. It's in, Is Iowa anyway, a destination for you? I've never been to Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, How if to you're derail ever- Matt's bit, take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta go from there, man. You know, freaking yes and comedy. Okay, you know, I'll try like, next I'm a, time. I'm a, I'm a corn enthusiast. That's why I was in Iowa because that's corn, probably. Uh, well, oh sh- man, I, I, I yeah, I, I thought you meant the band, and I was like, no, they're from Bakersfield. <laughs> yeah, I also thought you meant the band. No, I meant actual corn that you eat. Some gotcha. people are enthusiasts for that; they collect it. Um, mm-hmm. Today's episode. I collect corn. <laughs> Today's episode is brought collection. to you by Comic Bento, uh, who will be your guiding hand the next time you feel like buying comics. They'll send you four to five uh, great trade. Oh, or this month six trade paperbacks uh, from companies like Image, DC, Marvel, uh, IDW, Dark Horse, all those great ones. Um, and this month's theme is teamwork. Uh, gather your. Best friends and enemies as Comic Bento unites us all and spotlights what happens when we work as one. Teamwork brings you tales of best friends, heroes, villains united, uh, unlikely allies, and world-ending beasts that are world-eating beasts. My bad. Guys, can you forgive me? Okay, please. Thanks. Uh, That uh, can only be stopped by working together. Plus, for the first time ever, Teamwork is a six-book box. Uh, act fast, though. You and your squad can only get the teamwork box before November 30th. Uh, thanks for Comic Bento for uh, sponsoring the show. And uh, you can go to comicbento.com and use the promo code SAVAGE to get $5 off your box. 15 bucks, six comics. What, what, what do you need? That's $3 for every trade paperback. That's a crazy that's, deal. That's pretty cool. That's, like, that's less than a single issue. That's less than a single uh, issue per yeah. comic. And you save yourself some mental energy and just have someone pick what, you, what you're what you getting for you. Yeah, come yeah. on. Be mindless for a bit, guys. Come on. Jeez. Comply. Yeah. Obey. Uh, yes. Well, shit. Today we're talking about Stranger Things 2. We're talking about Thor Ragnarok. We've got a fucking packed episode. Uh, but we gotta we got to pour that ketchup all over those french fries first, guys. So let's, let's, let's crack into it. Uh, should I... Get it. Sh- get, get it, bud. I, I'm, oh, I'm going after it. Also, just, just so everyone's aware... This is the first time we're recording this episode. We have not recorded it previously. Nobody's computer took a crap. It's This is fresh, these topics. Yep, right. we've never talked about them before, so Ever. we're really super excited. Very excited. To talk about them finally. We did not yep. record a fantastic episode before this that uh, that just crapped out. Didn't happen. Um, nope. Actually, Matt, do you want to, before we dive into it, do you want to tell everybody about the contest we're doing? Yeah, I'll do it. I'll, I'll tell everybody about the contest we're doing. We we wanted to, we were trying to figure out some ways to do some listener interactivity because we we care about you guys and um, thought it'd be fun. Rachel, Let's, do we care about hop- them? What? What? I was asking Rachel if we cared about them. 
Of course we care about yeah. them. Oh, okay, cool. I just Why wouldn't check. we? I'm, just, I'm kidding. Of course we care about the listeners. So we're going to do a contest. It's real easy. All you got to do is uh, on Twitter or Facebook, right? Uh, just, Facebook? Let's, let's say just Twitter. Well, some people don't have Twitter. Jason. If Facebook makes it complicated, though, because then it's, it's, okay. harder, it's harder to track via Facebook. All right, we're going to do it on Twitter. Get a Twitter. Get a, get a, get a, get a Twitter or use your friends. doesn't matter. I don't care. Um, <laughs> or your uh, And just, just, uh, just shoot us a, what is it called when someone tweet at us, at Savage Lamp Pod. Yeah. And uh, all, all you got to do is just tell us your favorite character from Thor Ragnarok and... Uh, we're gonna pick one random person, and they can have a fun prize. And that yeah. fun prize is a trade paperback of a comic book from Jason, or one random item from my garage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 best way to do it, though, so we can track it, is to uh, tweet at us, tell us your favorite Ragnarok character, and use hashtag SavageLandPod because otherwise it gets really hard to track where all the tweets are. Um, oh. So use use that use Jason, that hashtag. Jason knows how to use it better. I I, I don't have Twitter. <laughs> I don't know how to Twitter. So yeah, it's okay. I'll I'll guide us to the shit. But yeah, basically for this contest, literally all you have to do is tell us your favorite Thor Ragnarok character with that hashtag, uh, and then you will of your choosing, whoever the winner is, uh, you will tell us whether you want a comic book or whether you want a random item from Matt's garage. Either way, it'll be a surprise and it'll be super fun. And we will send it to you. Yeah. Yeah, you do, you yeah. don't you don't have to pay for shipping. You don't have to do nothing. It's easy. Nope. Easiest yep. contest ever. Uh, I got yeah. some, and just take my word for it. There's some pretty cool stuff in my garage. A lot, lot of bondage gear. <laughs> tons <laughs> and tons of bondage gear. Yeah. And who doesn't want bondage gear? Right. Whoa, 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 you, guys! That shit's expensive. Don't give that away. Lightly used. <laughs> Come on, bondage Matt. gear. You've got some chains to spare. Be real. <sighs> <laughs> There's a lot of sentimental value there, guys. I bet. <laughs> that was my dad's sex chain. <laughs> it's been in my family for generations. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, speaking of sex chains, guess what my first item of ketchup is, guys? Uh, sex chains. Uh, two. It's, it's <laughs> sex chains. Sex chains, too. <laughs> Uh, no, it's Kill or Be Killed. It has nothing to do with sex chains. Um, it's a comic by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips, the great team behind Criminal and uh, The Fade Out that we've talked about before. Um, and this comic is about a demon who appears to this guy uh, after saving him from a suicide attempt and basically says that uh, in order to pay him back for saving his life, uh, this kid's got to kill a bad guy uh, once a month. Uh, otherwise, he will die a slow and horrible death. Um, and, uh, it's, it's as everyone except me in the world has already found out, Sean, or, uh, Sean Phillips and Ed Brubaker are an incredible creative team that make amazing stuff. And for whatever reason, I went a long time without reading anything they've ever done. Uh, and so this was my first entry and I'm blown away by it. Um, the, the narrator in the book, which, who is the main character from the future, uh, he is phenomenal. I, I love the way that his perspective sort of plays into the story uh, and the way that they use that narration to kind of like jumble things around a little bit and, and make it more uh, narratively exciting. Uh, the relationships in the book are also super, super like 
I think realistic and, and dynamic and, uh, you feel like you feel the pain of what he's going through in his personal relationships, you know, like there's kind of a moment where it's almost like he's about to sort of, you know, win and, and, and kind of in a way, like get the girl, right. The, the girl that he's been wanting to be with. Um, and then the carpet's just yanked right out from under him in, in sort of like this, this way that like, I don't know, it just, it's, it, it always, you know, at moments like that reminds uh, me and probably other people uh, of, of real life, you know, it's just a, he's a relatable serial killer. It's a real, just cool. a, a down to earth guy. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know if he's that relatable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. He's not, he's not very relatable. He's uh, <laughs> not very relatable at all. Um, but I, I do agree with the, the characters themselves and their relationships. It's very up and down. So it, it definitely keeps it interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the, the I read through the first two volumes, and at the end of the second volume, there is a, a, a huge fucking twist that I, I, I like, as it, like, the, the few pages building up to it, I was like, oh my god, I think I know where this is going, oh shit, fuck. Uh, and now I have, like, I have to get my hands on the next issues, because it, it's, it's killing me to figure out what, uh uh what happens next so i highly recommend it like if 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 you like stories then then go for kill or be killed if you like like stories stories. (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, this story definitely takes a a a couple strange turns along the way definitely that last cliffhanger where i just don't know what's gonna what's gonna happen yeah I don't either. I'm 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 on the edge of my seat right now as we're talking, just thinking about it. Um, thankfully, the third volume comes out in like January, which probably means that all of the issues uh, have been released already. So I'm 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 gonna get on top of that. That was my that was my Sweet. Bill Clinton voice. <laughs> it, it sounded like Bill Clinton. That's pretty good. It was, it was a little strange though. Um. Uh, my original item was going to be, uh, well, actually I'll, I'll still do it. So when we first recorded this episode that we definitely didn't record before, um, I was talking about black cloud because I hadn't finished the first volume yet. Uh, I did finish the first volume and, uh, you know how, so, so when we previously recorded the thing that I said about it was like up until halfway through, it doesn't make sense. You know, and like you kind of yeah. have to put the pieces together, but then it started like culminating and, and putting everything together uh, in a cohesive way that made it really good. Yes. Uh, after finishing it, I don't think it did that. I don't know what happened, man. Hmm. I don't know what was going on in that damn book. And so I think it's probably really good. It's by uh, Jason Latour, Ivan Brandon and uh, Greg Hinkle with Matt Wilson on colors. Um, it's 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 interesting and it's I think it's good. And it's going for a lot of metatextual stuff, uh, but I, I don't know. So, like, some part of it just kind of like disconnected for me. And so, I'm curious for anybody listening, if you have read Black Cloud or kind of thinking about reading Black Cloud, like, please let me know your thoughts. Like, you know, letters at Savage Line Podcast, because I I don't know what to think of it, and I'm curious what other people uh, are thinking of Black Cloud. But it was an interesting read for sure. Uh, I just I I don't know if all the pieces came together well. Huh. So hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. Yeah, uh, but that's 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 my that's my kitchips. Uh, I, I I wanted to mention uh, it, Black Cloud is probably worth reading just for uh, Greg Hinkle's art alone. 
Yeah, he's he's a phenomenal artist, and and as we talked about on the show before with uh, Scott Corelli, he did Airboy um, with James Robinson, and and Airboy was was mind blowing, and and absolutely, I totally agree that like Greg Hinkle's art is is spectacular. Yep, he's really good. Um, yeah, so I, I give it the recommendation just for curiosity because I th- I think it's it's got something there that just didn't quite click for me, but I feel like for other people it might work really well. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about all that. I don't either. That's the terrible part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm 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 floating on a little Titanic sized raft. Or not Titanic sized, but like, you know, the size of the thing what? at the end of the Titanic that like Kate Winslet was laying on and she was like, Oh, help me, Leonardo DiCaprio. A, a door. A door. She, yeah, she was laying on a door. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was big a door enough the whole time. Yeah. That thing. A secret door. See ooh, trap door. That would be actually that's the worst kind of door to be floating on in the ocean if it's a trap door. Because then it's just like where w- where would you fall just in the ocean into the water yeah into the water. Isn't every door floating on the ocean a trap door? Oh, kind of ooh yeah. That's got that's going in, like on a on a on a book somewhere on someone's wall. Every door yeah, floating right. in the ocean is a trap I'm gonna, door. I'm gonna embroider it and then that can be one of our things you can win. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be one of those t-shirts we're definitely going to make. <laughs> Along with Peter shirts. Shirt. <laughs> can, Matt, can you imagine if after all this time you met Peter shirts? I would sh- shit bricks. You would shirt bricks. <laughs> I would shirt bricks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see if I can look him up on Facebook. Anyway, uh, uh, who's, who's up next? Uh, I'll go... My previous my catch up is uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. <laughs> well, I'm just, it's the origin of Assassin's Creed. That, I don't I don't need to play to the bit that we lost an episode. I'm just gonna pretend it's all new, all new, all different. X Men, all all new, just the same regurgitations. <laughs> <laughs> this is the name of my new concept album. I like it. Regurgitations, regurgitations. Matt Hockett. I re- this is the second time I've recorded it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh no so i've been playing assassin's creed origins uh quite fun i enjoy the uh that's just my style of game the the adventure adventure games where you drop on unsuspecting peasants and murder them willy-nilly i mean peasants are definitely the type of people you always want to drop in on and murder whenever you can yeah yeah totally of course yeah <laughs> duh um but no, it's great. It's a it's an awesome game. Oh, so is this it's, the it's, is this the brand new one? Yes. Yeah. Oh, the whole time you were talking, I mean, just now when you were talking about it, <laughs> I he was under the impression that this was like a three year old Assassin's Creed game. Mm-mm. No, so it just came out. Came out like two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's 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 a revelation. Yep. Blowing there mind. It is. Uh, so yeah, it's fun. I like these. En- I enjoy these hist- mildly historically accurate games. Um, this is fun because it's Egypt during uh, Roman occupation, sort of. So this is Roman Roman colonization. So this is like after all the pyramids have been built. It's not like in the middle of that 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 times. It's like two thousand years after the pyramids were built. So it's today. No, it's two thousand years ago. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you are you telling me that the world is older than two thousand and seventeen years? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I am. Oh, okay, Sorry okay, to okay break buddy. That to you. Okay. Easy, easy, Tiger. What are you gonna tell me? The world's round. <laughs> Suspension of disbelief. Much. It's the GoPros that add the curvature. <laughs> <laughs> Your all photography is just through fisheye lenses. Fuck yep. you guys. There are flat earthers all around the globe. Oh, that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the that's the best thing I've ever heard in my life. It's amazing. I love it so much. Um, I, I do yeah. have an update on the Peter Shirts front. Uh, just just FYI, but we don't have to talk about that on there. Okay. Uh, so no, so it's I, I would recommend it if you like Assassin's Creed games. It's an Assassin's Creed game, and it's a fun one. Just and you like can you can ones. pet cats. You can pet cats. You can you can you have there's ship combat battle, which is fun. Just like in Black Flag, remember how much fun you had playing Black Flag? Do it again. Yeah, I I don't but, I don't remember. Um, I, didn't, well, I didn't play that, Black Flag. You, you missed sucks, out. I listened to him. Oh, I see what you're doing there. Yeah, music I, I joke see as well. Jason's Jason's yeah. into music. It's a new recurring bit. Yeah, Black Flag is good. I wonder if you know who Black Flag's <laughs> singer is. Do you know who the singer is? Yeah, it's Don Henley. Oh dear God! <laughs> I hate you so much. Jesus Christ. <laughs> No, isn't it? You know, it's Don Henley. No, it's Henry Rollins. Yeah. Okay, good. Good job, bud. <laughs> He's the greatest man ever, that Henry Rollins. Old, old, ha- uh, old hanky pink. <laughs> so, anywho, no no sense in, in belaboring. Um, I, I will just throw it out there that on Black Friday, Assassin's Creed Origins will be like 35 bucks. So, that's my plan. Hey, Assassin's Creed, sponsor us. <laughs> Yeah, Ubisoft. Yeah, give us, give us a sponsor. Yeah, dear Ubisoft, just give us free games. I'll re- I'll review them like I just did Assassin's Creed. You loved it, didn't you? <laughs> it was a fantastic <laughs> review. <laughs> Video game journalist Matt Hockett reporting yeah. for duty. I played that game once. It was all right. <laughs> um, no, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tack in a, a bonus catch up that didn't happen last time because it just happened to me just yesterday. Uh, I've been listening to a new podcast called The Bright Sessions. What the hell is that? And the, Brights, the Bright Sessions is a podcast that, that is, um, that is, each episode is uh, a therapy session from this therapist and these, these her, uh, I don't know what, he, uh, clients? Patients. Patients. Patients, yeah, that's right. Um, and her patients have abilities. Um, it's kind of like a, yeah, it's kind of X Men like. Um, uh, so it's like that show on Fox, s- The Gifted. Don't f- sponsor us, Fox. We don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> What's wrong with that? The show sucks. Getting a little fucking uh, heated in here. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it's cool because the whole story is you know the whole story is kind of um secondary you know there's a big there's a whole story going on but it's all through these interviews through these uh therapy sessions uh it's really cool it's definitely worth checking out it's called the bright sessions you can find it wherever you find podcasts wherever you're listening to this shit right now sponsor me podcast just pause it and go listen to a better podcast let's just be sponsored by podcasts (laughs) yeah (laughs) that'd be a great business model (laughs) <laughs> it's like having Didn't, wasn't there like there wasn't there that guy that like 
Tried to sue podcasts. Yep. Yeah, that fuck that guy. He's like, I invented podcasts. I patented it. You can't do podcasts without paying me. And everybody's like, ha <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was like, ha. You underestimate the amount of uh, legal fees that Patreon supporters can uh, pay for combined. Apparently. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad that that shit got, got, uh, got settled because fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, that's stupid. Um, here's the, the Late Show with Stephen Colbert brought to you by Conan. that would actually be a ballsy move here's our podcast brought to you by jeff farmington from (laughs) delaware (laughs) Um, thanks for all your help jeff (laughs) (laughs) uh if we ever do a patreon that'd be a fun way to sponsor every episode just call out a random patreon person it'd be fun that would be funny um Anyway. There's that one podcast I used to listen to. Stuff, stuff you should know. No. Stuff they didn't teach you uh, in high school. That's one of the other ones. Stuff you should know. Anyway, they they would just call out a they they'd just like pick a random listener to be a their uh, their intern for the week. God damn it! Everyone's already done every bit I think of. Yeah, pretty much. Nah. That's why. Uh, look, that's why. That's it's okay, why, man. You, if you you just listen to those prophets of rage and just keep hacking out just <laughs> formulaic garbage. Doesn't matter. Drones! They're in the sky <laughs> and they're flying above you. Drones! They're things that are controlled by computers. Drones! <laughs> um, uh, sponsored by drones. <laughs> Rachel. Right, Rachel, what's your catch-up? Um, well, I, I do have also a bonus one as well. Ooh, but I'll bonus. get the, the other one out of the way. I've been playing a shit ton of Mario Odyssey on the Nintendo Switch. And I don't know if Matt's going to do I his can't, whole I bit. I can't do my bit. <laughs> there w- Previously, Matt did a huge bit where he didn't understand video games. <laughs> Specifically Mario Odyssey. But Specifically Mario Odyssey. I can't. I'm not a... I failed improv acting school, so... <laughs> hey, Rachel, uh, what's, what's the lo- Mario? The long, the, long and sh- the, the long and short of it was Mario doesn't make a lot of sense to me, and this game sounds weird as fuck, so... It is weird as fuck. There's a, uh, there's a it's cap also world. Super cute. The Cap Kingdom. Oh, so oh, so it's not it's a whole not world. A wor- it's not a world. Come on, come on. Stupid. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> so <laughs> it's the Cap Kingdom, and all the little creatures there look like little ghosts with top hats, and there's a thing, a hat <laughs> named Cappy. And Bowser kidnaps Cappy's sister and Princess Peach because he's throwing a wedding. He's planning a wedding. Who's getting married? Bowser and Peach. (laughs) That's non-consensual. I don't approve. Yeah, he totally (laughs) kidnapped her and he's planning a wedding. Not cool, Bowser. So you have to follow him as he's stopping at different kingdoms to get things for his wedding. You know, that piece of information was left out last time we talked about <laughs> it. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just throwing more and more sort of fuel to the fire of what the fuck is going on. So so Cappy is basically an, a live hat that Mario throws and can jump on and he uses it to attack things. And he can also take possession of creatures when he throws Cappy on them. <laughs> So you can use their abilities. 
And you can get different cute outfits and cute hats. Wait. And your ship <sighs> is the Odyssey and it's a big hat and it's just a whole big hat story. So <laughs> so is Cappy the, just the name for Mario's regular old hat? No, his his hat got destroyed by Bowser. <laughs> so then he gets Cappy. He gets Yorn Bjorn, a.k.a. Cappy. Yeah. That was a Thor reference for those keep, keeping track. You know, like when Thor's hammer is destroyed and That's he gets Yorn Bjorn? Yorn Bjorn. Yorn Bjorn. Bork Bork. He gets Bork Bork. Oh, my God. So, anyways... If you're old school like me and you actually enjoyed and played Mario RPG back in the day, this is a lot like it. It's a lot of side quests and random side things you have to go do. It's it's very RPG. Hmm. So they're like, Mario, I need 13 apples for this pie. Go find them for me. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Okay, just checking. Like, hey... Do you want to play jump rope? You can jump rope. Yeah, I want. Hey, do you want to race rope. remote control cars? Yeah, I'll do that too. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. Sounds like Animal Crossing. Hey, I need help. Uh, my sheep ran away. Can you help me herd up my sheep? I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> you got to do that so you can get a moon. Draw she, my line somewhere. You got to get the power moons to power your ship, or you're not gonna oh, get see, to the next fucking, kingdom. God damn, this game makes no sense to me. So. <laughs> I've had I've had days to stew on this after we previously spoke about it. And it still makes no sense. It, I have it in my purse right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You, like you're taking Mario Odyssey around with you. That's how much you're loving it. That's what a Switch yeah. is for, bro. I guess yeah, that's fair. That's what it's for. You gotta take it. Let's <laughs> play it everywhere. Play it all over. Do you, but, Rachel? Yeah. I need you to be honest here. Okay. Okay. This is an important question. Have you? Or have you not played Mario Odyssey while pooping? I have not. Have you been tempted to? No. Really? I'll, I'll put it down and then go. Yeah. Like a normal person? Like a normal person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't do anything <laughs> while pooping either. <laughs> yeah. We're normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Matt, do you have any other random questions about Mario Odyssey? Um, so what's the deal with his mustache? No. What's the what's the what? How do I how do I make my there's no caps in America joke again? I don't know. <laughs> God damn it! That was a good joke that too. Was a great joke. There's no caps in America, guys. There's, I made a joke. It was there's no caps in America. Fievel, it's a Fievel joke. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been. It, you had to be there, a, guys. You had a, to be there. Yeah, fi- an American Tale. Yeah. And then American Tale, Fievel Goes West, that exists too. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I watched those all the time. I did too. Because somewhere out there. Okay. Cute little mouse. What's your other ketchup, Rach? That little mouse does wear a cute hat. Anyways. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, I did read a comic today. I actually read... All five issues, one after another, because it was surprisingly awesome. Mm -hmm. And that is Crosswind by Gail Simone and Kat Staggs. Gail Simone, she's just all over the place right now. She is all over the place. I I have words about this comic, but go ahead. Words? I have have words. I'm I'm curious to see what you thought, though, genuinely, because I haven't known anybody who's actually read it yet. So I'm super curious to hear. 
I really enjoyed it. I think it is such a fun concept. It's basically there's this god that can switch souls of people around. And there were these two people, this man and a woman, who wronged him. So he gets revenge and switches their souls. So it's basically Freaky Friday, but the guy is a contract killer, basically. And the woman is just a housewife, stepmom, whose husband's cheating on her and her stepson hates her. And she's just like assaulted constantly. She doesn't know how to defend herself. So they switch bodies. Huh. And it, I didn't know if it was going to be done well when I started reading it, honestly, because that could go very wrong and stupid. Mm-hmm. But it is so fun and funny. And you just get so happy when they're in each other's like bodies and it's actually him and her body. And he's just like standing up to everybody and just like, well, fuck this shit. Fuck you. Like, what the fuck do I care? Like, he's just swearing up a storm in this housewife's body. And she's just like, gets stuck in this really bad murder situation. And she's just very timid. And I I don't know what to do. And I don't know who that is. And it's just done really well and the art i absolutely love because she does this like blur technique which i think just kind of adds to them like switching and and just the way it's done i i absolutely loved it nice so what are you, what are your words <laughs> I, I i love gail simone uh as as a writer um Whenever I look at pages from Crosswind, the the Cat Stag's art, I want to pull my hair out. Like really? Yeah, because it looks like, and and I don't know if this is true or not, but what it looks like when I see it is that she's taken photos and then just put like a a, a scanner darkly filter over them, and it drives me wild. It it does kind of have that feel, but to me, I don't. I never looked at it and thought a scanner darkly. Ugh. It's just like it, ever to me. It just lo- it looks way too lifelike for comic book art. Like it, it, it just looks like a bunch of posed photos. And I, I don't know how true that is. And like, if if that's mm-hmm. totally off base, then then you know that's just my own dumb thing. But like, that's that's all I can think of every time I see the art. No, I I never got that feel that it it was a posed photo at all. Mm. But the the way she does do it is the people are very much in focus. But the backgrounds are usually blurry. Mm-hmm. And it kind of depends on like what they're doing that she'll kind of blur into each other since they're basically the same person, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. which I th- I personally think it's done very well. I'll, I'll have to read it because I, I do love Gail Simone as a writer. I just like for whatever reason, just the art has really, really turned me off. But. Maybe I'll give it's it a, a shot. Really, it's it's a really fun story. Like at the beginning, you're kind of like, uh, this is just going to be a stupid like Freaky Friday trying to be like Mr. And Mrs. Smith or something. Like it's just going to be stupid, but it's really fun. All right, I'll uh, I'll I'll I'll, I'll update you when I when I give that one a read because yeah, I don't know. 
I'll, uh, the story is intriguing. Like you telling me about it is definitely has pulled me more onto the side of being willing to read it. Um, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah, I, I I recommend just just give it a try. Just give it a little try. Just give just, it, just just a just a tiny just a one, bit, teeny tiny, just a little bit, little try. Um, well, should we should we go ahead and talk about uh, them them Stranger Things, too? Let us. I was trying to see if the art was uh, photos or not because it totally looks like that, but it totally does. Couldn't find it, uh, but that doesn't bother me. I kind of think it looks cool, so I, 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 I yeah, like I think it, it looks out. cool. And in the back of all the issues, it does have like a script of Gail Simone saying like what she wants in the panels, mm. and then it has like sketches, and then like the layers going in. So. Uh, I'm definitely interested to to look at that as well, uh, being the process junkie I am, and also like wanting to find confirmation of whether or not it is uh, photos. Because I would love to discover that it's not that. So I'll, I'll take it, a look. Even don't th- don't even think it if is. you just read Gail's little like little blurbs, they're hilarious. So okay, just yeah, I'm down with that. <laughs> All right, well let's uh, let's 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 talk about them stranger. Things, you know what I mean? Let's the the freaking stranger, the the stranger things. This, this, the strangening. Yep. This, do you hear? Do you hear the? Do you hear the theme? I do. Barely. It, it really just sounds like you're playing like a computer game. Yeah, really, because he's like dicking around his phone, yeah. he's pooping and, well, no, and the, podcasting the, at the, the same the, time. The listener, I'm, look. I'm pretty positive that he's pooping right now. I might be I mean, pooping. I've, I I am pretty convinced that Jason does that probably nine ninety percent of his. I think that's time. why it takes him so long to get set up because he has to set up on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> the listeners, the listeners are going to hear the Stranger Things theme <laughs> and they'll be like, "Oh hell yeah, dog!" Oh okay. Well, we can't really well, hear it. Sometimes you <laughs> sometimes you shoot for the moon and you you land on a cloud. Um. <laughs> Uh, shit, guys! Stranger Things. How? What? Season two? What'd you think? How was it better? Was it worse? Did they fail? They they did it. They did not fail. They 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 they, they pulled up. They they made it happen. They uh, against all odds, it's a coming of age story about two guys who were like, Is it about let's two make guys? a thing. Two guys. <laughs> Two two brothers. Oh, you're talking about the Duffer brothers <laughs> making a thing. I thought you were talking about Stranger Things being about two guys, and I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's not quite. How did you watch, Matt? I don't. I don't think Matt watched <laughs> the show. He's like, so I'm here to tell you about Lethal Weapon. What's this? What's the show about the two the odd couple show from the 80s? Roseanne. The odd couple? No, no, no. <laughs> Perfect Strangers? Perfect Cheers. Strangers. How did I know that that's exactly what you were mentioning? Uh, I, sorry, guys. I watched Perfect Strangers instead. <laughs> I can see how you get them confused. I was like, Stranger Things, Perfect Strangers. That sounds right. Yeah. Perfect Perfect Stranger Things. And then he played Perfect, Perfect Dark. Things. Oh, my God. I want to watch that so bad. <laughs> Like the guy, like the like the normal guys from our world, and then yes. Balky is from the Upside Down. Yes, oh my which god, which is also Eastern Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Please make this happen. Oh, Somebody, if, if anyone is a good editor out there, just like make a one of those weird YouTube cuts of Perfect Stranger Things. Please. So I watched Perfect Stranger Things, and I fucking loved it. It was amazing. Uh, no, I I I was I I I really liked. 
Stranger Things too. That was great. That they 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 really built upon the existing characters. They added a couple of new ones that are super great, uh, and they just really kind of fleshed out the world. And all the little kids acted their little hearts out. And Hopper was just as great as he always is. And he was he was hopping around. He, 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 and then. Um, yeah, I liked it. I so so I mean do you, like for for both of you uh uh in turn what like do you think they this was better, worse, on par uh with uh, the first season? Uh I I don't know if it's really fair to say if it's better or worse. I just think that they developed the characters more and the world and it to me it feels like it was a lot of setup. This season was or last season? This season. Huh. That's an, okay, really quick spoiler warning. Uh you've been warned. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, we're gonna spoil everything from now on. Uh what so so explain, like what what do you mean? I think Callie is gonna have a bigger role and be more in a villain type role. Was she the British Indian girl? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number eight. Well, Callie in Hindu is the goddess of death. Oh, yep. So that's foreboding. That, that's kind. That's yep. kind of why I have that feeling, and just because they have been very mythological with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I, and since that episode is so out of place, and it but it does set up a lot for Eleven. I also feel like it was setting up a lot for Callie. Yeah, you know that that's, and and that's I mean that's kind of my uh, my issue with that episode entirely is that it does feel super out of place and and you know if next season it turns out that like there are you know sort of things that tie it back in then it's like a little more forgivable i think uh but i think that's the biggest problem that i had with this season was that that stuff the the you know random brotherhood of mutants uh uh mohawk people was just like so out of left field and just dominated an entire episode rather than being like a subplot through a couple of them. Uh, I don't know, like that, that it just like, it felt like such a weird like break, you know, or like a, just a weird like interruption in the series. Yeah. Yes. Interruption. Agreed. That, that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. I didn't care for that at all. It was just like, I, I do agree that it should have been like subplots and multiple episodes. Yeah, or maybe yes. they just wanted it's, to get it out of the way. It's important character development for L. You mean Jane? I mean L. <laughs> Jason. L seven weenie, more like. Am I right up top? Um, no. no. You guys remember that band L seven from the nineties? Yeah, I totally do. Fucking yeah, nope. badass. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> so I just I looked up. I. Uh, on IMDb, like every episode has its its own rating, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, of out of every episode of, in the series, both seasons, uh, the uh, Lost Sister episode is rated at a six point two. The next lowest episode is Mad Max at an eight point five. That is a huge drop off from every other episode in the series to that one. I mean, I you know what? I I'll give them credit for taking a risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It didn't pay off. Try harder next time, guys. But yeah, you're allowed to take risks. I'm not going to fault yeah, you. Yeah, no, that. absolutely. I think I think the only reason why it aggravates me is that it, it it felt like 
it felt like like a risk, but also a li- like that there was a bit of laziness factoring into it, where they were like, ah, shit, we want to like set this thing up, but like we didn't really plant the seeds ahead of time, and so maybe we can just like throw it into one episode real quick and get it yeah, out of the way. Yeah, th- that's kind of why I was thinking they were just trying to get it out of the way. Yeah, but again, like, it's like oh, we still gotta explain and set up this stuff, so let's just hurry and do that and then continue on with our lives. It wasn't the best payoff, though, because the whole show starts off with the the clip of them. Yeah. And she shows her number, and you're like, oh, shit! And then it's like and then seven it, episodes of not that, and then there's a one entire episode. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. where you're just... I wasn't, like, too impressed yeah. with her. But, you know, uh, other than that, I thought everything else was fantastic in the show. Totally. Uh, David Harbour gave a great uh, Hellboy, not Hellboy performance in the series. Yeah, He was so good. I cannot wait for him to do the exact same performance just in makeup and prosthetics as Hellboy. Because, like, that's, it's like the, it's the same fucking character almost, like... He's just like grumpy and like, you know, has a heart of gold, but at the same time he doesn't want to do shit. <laughs> like Yeah. I don't know. I I, I, I love that guy. Breakout star, yeah. you know? I, I definitely think he was a breakout and especially his relationship with L. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he does he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> Not at really. all. But it's still endearing to watch. Totally. And he like and that, I mean, that, I think that was the strongest part of this season in terms of like the, the long term plot threads, you know, rather than because there, you know, there's like a couple of episodes where like uh, a certain aspect is like really, really strong and fun to watch. But I think that like over the like the whole season plot threads and, and story arcs, the story of he being, you know, Elle's uh, um, pseudo father, I thought that was like the strongest overarching plot line of this entire series personally yeah. yeah um but what so yeah, I'd agree. go ahead I, I would agree with that now you can go ahead <laughs> <laughs> matt always gets so robotic with things like that well that's all I, literally all i was saying was yes i agree with what you just said yeah, yeah I gotcha. no need to then focus on in on it again yeah um, did you guys, so when this season started and you see Winona Ryder and she's like looking like a normal human, uh, at the beginning of the season, were you just like, uh, like, did you start putting the countdown clock on like when her hair was going to get crazy and when she was going to be wrapped in shawls constantly? Mm, no, but it, uh, dude, it happened. I was counting yeah, down. N- I, I didn't, but I'd, I'm also just like so bummed about her and Will and how they just can't catch a break (laughs) (laughs) like it's so sad yeah you think you think like i'm i'm wondering if will's gonna be happy at all this season or even capable of being happy like in season three or four ever again in life no oh no yeah he's always gonna have something wrong with him do you think he'll ever not have a dumb haircut once we get out of the 80s (laughs) What year is it in the show right now? I I know. I was just thinking he's probably going to end up with like a vanilla ice haircut or something when we reach (laughs) the 90s. Oh, boy. What what year is it in the show in season two? 84. 84. Oh, yeah. Then we're not getting out of the 80s. Nope. It's probably... The show's probably going to end in like 80 we're not getting out of the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a bottle episode, except the bottle is the 80s. Um, We'd be remiss to... Not mention the the greatest dynamic duo of all time, Steve and Dustin. 
Yes. Team Steve. And now, we'll, now we will just say how much we all love Steve <laughs> and how perfect Steve is. Who would have thought how that we that... want him to be our babysitter <laughs> and our friends and just all the Steve. All hail the great Steve. Who yes. would have thought that that asshole from season one would end up being cool? Like that, that we would all be like, oh, my God, he's so great. I think that's one of the best. I think that that's a, a that's good storytelling is to to give a character really dynamic sort of arc. Yeah, because he was the fucking worst, and now at the end of the season two, you're like, he should be with Nancy because yeah, uh, what's his name? Sucks. Jonathan. Jonathan sucks. And now we'll all hate Jonathan because Jonathan sucks. And he's a cokehead. He didn't. He didn't do anything. Nancy did all the work. He was just there. It's like Will's my brother. He's hurt. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, I didn't even know he was in the hospital. I have bags under my eyes. <laughs> I look like a weird uh. Norman Reedus. <laughs> <laughs> did you know he's actually dating the Norman girl, Reedus? Nancy? Oh, I did not know that. That's unfortunate. She Isn't didn't even a... end up with Steve in real life. No, oh. doesn't that suck? Yeah, yeah. Break up. <laughs> yeah, she should definitely be with Joe Keery. Yeah. I think is Steve's name. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. But be, be with that guy. Let's not. Wait, let's not. Let's all. <sighs> I think of a different. I got to think of a different way to bring up things that we've already talked about. <laughs> let's not. Let's not forget. <laughs> hey, uh, let's not forget to uh, remember what Matt wants to talk about. Don't forget what I want to talk about, guys. Which is how was the pullout? That. Mm, <laughs> I don't care anymore, Jason. No, it was a, no. The, the the greatest joke, one of the greatest jokes in there. Deli- my delivery was better than the guys on the show. Hey, you know what? I agree out? with you. Hey, how was the pull? But out? you don't. You're not eating eggs to like drop them awkwardly and be creepy. Yeah, that's that's. She has a good point. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Start eating eggs, Matt. What's wrong with you? Where's your eggs? Give me, give me, give me two to four minutes. <laughs> Um, no, I, I, I freaking loved that guy, and I know we already looked up his name at one point, and I already forgot it, but he it's was Brett fantastic. Rat, what Brett, is it? Brett, Rat, Brett Ratner. No, that's... Th- <laughs> that's that, the, the that's horrible a, director. That's that's a horrible guy who's being accused of things. Oh, Brett Gelman. sounds like that, though. Gelman. That's it. <laughs> that's, yeah, Ratner, Gelman. Same thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but not at all. No, I, I can I can see it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, he was he was I fantastic. Can't. Like he was one of those bit parts that just you know like made each episode that he was in so much better. Yeah, and I do love him at the end too, mm. when he's just like basking in the fall of the laboratory <laughs> in his lawn chair. Like it's it's just fantastic. No, it's, it's pretty great. It's super good. And then that's the thing is like he was because he was only in four episodes, but it's like. And and that's that's the kind of arc that's so great. It's like he was in, you know, one episode kind of toward the beginning and then two episodes in the middle where he was featured more heavily and then one episode at the end where he was like, you know, another bit part. And it's like, that's that's great. Like, that's a great way to, to thread that plot through the season and like make it feel like good that's payoff. That's what they should have done with Callie. Exactly. It's like, oh, just, you know, like plant him, plant him in there a little more, you know, weave it, weave it like a nice little basket. Little, I, little I also basket. do want to talk about how awesome Dustin is. Oh, Dustin. 
You know what my favorite Dustin moment was is uh, when he puts all the hockey gear on, running around through the house like shit, 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 shit. shit. (laughs) I just I want to see him with that crazy hairdo all of next season. I love that hairdo. The the prom hair. Yeah, the prom hair was so good. It's like a ducky, pretty in pink type hairdo. Mm, It's pretty great. I loved it so much. And that that scene with him and Steve was just amazing when they're just walking on the train tracks and talking about dating. Like, I just I, yeah. I can watch that scene on repeat always. It it's just so sweet, and I love when Steve actually drops him off at the little dance. Totally. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't know. Just their dynamic is adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the main and like the you know the the other uh, the other main three kids, Lucas, Will, and uh, and Mike. They were. They were, you know, I feel like they were all just as good as they were last season. There was some fun, like, development of all their sort of interpersonal uh, arcs. I didn't think, like, I, I think that of the, the the four main kids, like, Dustin definitely had the most to do this season, kind of. Um, yeah. But, you know, the, the other the other three were uh, all pretty fantastic as well and definitely had sort of outstanding moments. Um Yeah definitely but uh how what what like overall sort of impression of 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 mad max like is she a character you want to like just be a regular part of the crew going forward or or what do you, i don't know what, what was your thought on her i i don't know i kind of felt towards her the way 11 kind of treats her like <laughs> i don't have time for you hmm. but i mean at the same time i i did like her character in a way, but I don't know. I just didn't like her as much. I think I liked Billy more, which is weird because he's awful. <laughs> I I love <laughs> Billy so much. He's such a great douchey Zac Efron, uh, and it just he's just he's just perfect for that role. And the 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 scene flirting with uh, with old old Milfy McGee was just it's so cringe worthy and. <laughs> Uh, I was getting seduced, man. I was like, I was like, oh shit! I guess I'll guess I'm gonna I, sleep with no, Billy. No, don't come anywhere near me with that hair. <laughs> come on, that mullet's <laughs> that mullet's dope. You're gonna see that mullet all over the place now. No, I don't want it. It's gonna be the new. Yeah, I hope this show doesn't bring mullets back. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, I forgot to tell you, I'm growing a mullet. All right. No, I, I shaved all good, my hair off. Good, That'll take me a long time. Good on you <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know what what, what did uh what did you think of mad max uh matt mad max matt that's hard to say uh i don't I, I i think she's a fine character i'm you know introductions can be rough but once you sort of get to know the character and then they can little play a little bit more with the group dynamic it can be a little bit funner so we'll see don't you want a I, zoomer I, I, no huh? She's a zoomer. That's what she always said in the show. She's like, he's a zoomer in your in your in your crew or whatever. In your party. In your party. When they're talking about roles. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah, what's a zoomer? She just made shit up because she doesn't know D and D. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did enjoy all the 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 D and D references throughout, and Dustin's encyclopedic knowledge of the yeah, the mind flare yeah, and all that. That was, that was when, when was he was awesome. explaining it to Hopper. That was actually that was a super fun oh. scene to watch. That was a really fun scene because they're all just like, what are you talking about? I don't understand. (laughs) 
when it's like into your D&D encyclopedia and I love how it like started making sense you know and it was actually like everything was adding up up until he got to the point where it's like oh yeah and you need a, an undead army to to beat them because brains yeah. zombies want to eat brains Ugh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> just like it was such a good like you know it started out where everyone was like skeptical and nothing made sense then it starts building up and building up and you're like oh this is actually great this is gonna work and then yeah just topples right off just at the falls end again. Apart yeah. again um and i i also actually speaking of kind of a similar scene when uh when they're in the hospital and uh uh sean astin old bob newbie is uh is like talking to hopper or whatever and and they're trying to get the doors back online or whatever um yeah and Hopper like asks him to teach him basic. I was just like, "Oh, that's such yeah. a fun." It's like, "Oh, it's the '80s. I get it." Uh, you don't know basic. <laughs> I love that line. So I thought good. that was hilarious. <laughs> I love Sean Astin, though. I, I'm really sad that Bob was a goner. Yeah, because I I think he really added a fun element to the whole group. So I'm I'm pretty bummed that he's dead. Yeah, I like. I did think that he added and, a, and I and they gave him that Goonies line, <laughs> which like I cracked up, but Cap had no idea what was so funny. Wait, which was the Goonies line? When they're like, they have all the papers that Will drew up, uh-huh. and they're trying to figure out what it is, and he's like, "Well, what's at the X? Pirate treasure?" Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I laughed. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I. I loved Goonies having. Goonies never die. Goonies never die. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I loved having him in the movie, and he was like, he. I thought he was like super enjoyable as a character, but it was like as soon as I saw him, and then how pure of heart his character was, I was like, oh boy, you are you are in for a rough time, my friend. <laughs> He's like, yep. You're too nice and too Sean Astin to stay alive. Oh, oh, Aww. that's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, it's just you know, it's it's the nature of the show. Like nobody nobody gets out. Uh, being you know remaining good right like everyone has to kind of get dragged in the mud and so anyone who's like sure. that bright of a light yeah. anyone who's that pure of heart like they're they're not gonna live it's just it's it's the the tropes of the genre yeah that's true um anyway i i really enjoyed season two outside of that one episode i thought that everything was fantastic and you know firing on all cylinders and and remains one of the best shows out there. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Super enjoyable. Yep. I agree. I give it eight out of 11. Hey, <laughs> see what I did there. I did. I'm going to give it, uh, five bulkies. <laughs> Cause I watched a different thing than you guys. <laughs> it's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> did you, did you ever play the perfect strangers video game? What? No. What? what? Yeah. Oh yeah, my god! There, there was a video, a video game. game. What do you do? I can't remember. It's been a while since I played it. Oh, that's funny. You say hacky one-line yeah. jokes to each other. Uh, you get hacky. I don't understand American culture. <laughs> 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 no, that's a quote from uh, the Mario game. Nope. No. Hmm. Uh, I give it an eleven out of eleven because I can't think of anything right now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, you know, you know, what would have been a better idea than what I did. I should have been like, I give it a ten out of eleven, because then it's nah. like, you know, if people think I'm giving it a perfect score, and then I take the rug out from under. Well, I'm not as good of a podcaster. All right, 
Go home, Jason. Yeah. <sighs> hey guys, we should edit. No, we should edit it. again. We're gonna have to record this for a third time, guys. We should get. We should edit it so that like my my ten out of eleven bit comes after everything, so it's not as funny. That'd be funny, right? Oh my god, yeah. Let's do that. Let's edit it after everything. There we go. See? Nope. Boom. Done. <laughs> now it's now everything's good. Um. All right. Well, let's uh let's let's talk about let's talk about Thor Ragnarok. Uh. Uh. You know. All all the Thor things. Yeah, Led Zeppelin. Let's talk about Led Zeppelin, guys. A lot of Led Zeppelin. Did anybody else find it weird that they played that song twice? Um, did it feel weird? Yeah. So that was my issue in freaking Guardians. Well, only because it was the only only because it was the only song in the whole movie that was uh, like a popular song. Yeah, that's true. Because everything else was kind of synth poppy, which was awesome. Which was but, awesome. That was my yeah. issue in Guardians when they kept playing the chain, and and freaking Matt kept telling me that they didn't play the chain more than once, and they definitely freaking did, and it bugged the shit out of I me. I think they did, but who cares? Because that's Fleetwood Mac, and they're well, I can say awesome. the same about. Led yeah, Zeppelin. that's I was about to say yeah, the Led same. Led Zeppelin but. is awesome. <laughs> I, I I didn't mind. It didn't bother me at all. So I thought it was fine. Okay. That they played it twice. I, I just thought it was. They could have played it on weird. repeat for the whole movie, and I would have been like, "All right, just play it through the whole movie." Yeah. <laughs> I would have. I would have liked to have had Thunderstruck play at some point by ACDC. I thought that would have been fitting. No. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, nope. Thunderstruck. No. Good lord, man. No. He's a muppet. He's a fucking muppet. <laughs> 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 you don't need to do voices. <laughs> no, my voice is as as people have pointed out before. My voices are the best part your of the voice show. Is, your voice has got us a one star rating, bud. Yeah, <laughs> best part it's of the show. Your fault. Jason's voices forever. Uh, hashtag yeah, well, Team James. Just, Jason's voices. Hashtag Skip the ACDC. Uh, <laughs> no, I I so I I I I I thoroughly loved Thor Ragnarok. I thought it was amazing. I. It's 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 fun. It's it's fresh. It's hip. It's cool. It's Noah's Arcade. <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that. The way you were going. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, great. Great characters. Great fun. Great jokes. So laughed a lot. Had a good time. Mix my favorite. Yeah, mix 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 golden. Although I I, I will argue and say that. Um, uh, Craggle Rock, whatever his name is, is is a little better. Korg, 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 yeah, Korg, Korgle Rock, Craggle Rock, Craggle Rock, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, he's mixing all sorts of weird stuff up in there. He's mixing the Lego Movie up with Jim. I was, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're thinking of the Craggle, which is the Crazy Glue, and Fraggle Rock. Down in Fraggle Rock, oh <laughs> hell yeah, down in Fraggle Dance Rock, Dance cares dun, away. Dun. <laughs> I loved Fraggle Rock. I loved Fraggle crazy. Rock too. It was the best. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but it was it, it was it was great. It was great fun seeing all like new and old characters getting smashed into such a fun, like vibrant, fresh movie. I, you know, I just think that like Marvel dump, Mar- Marvel putting in, in, energy into doing different things is so important, and it shows foresight of on their end. To not just cre- to not just be like, Iron Man worked. Let's make seventeen of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. And I, you know, as as we kind of talked about, uh, and I think we'll touch on a few different points that we were uh, sort of discussing in the MCU episode last week. Um, but I really, 
I really like that they are headed, you know, in this sort of direction of like, you know, everything's kind of a team up movie instead of being focused on one person. Uh, I I think so too. Yeah, the, like I, you know, and it's it's. I think it's the only reason that I'm excited for Ant Man and the Wasp. Mm. Is that like I, I yeah I I hope that's a lot better than Ant Man was. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, and it's like, it's funny because if you go back and listen to uh, our Ant Man episode, we were like, you know, we were pretty positive on it. We we're like, yeah, it was fun. It was a funny movie and stuff, but it just does, it doesn't retain its value very well at all. No, and I, I think Ant Man and Doctor Strange. When I first saw them, I was like, yeah, that was the best. That was awesome. That was so fun. And then I watched them again, and it just did not, not hold up. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Um, and so I, what I'm curious is, is, you know, uh, last episode we kind of talked about some of our, you know, kind of our like favorite and sort of top, uh, MCU movies. Um, where does, does Thor Ragnarok kind of rank for you guys in the, the grander MCU? I don't, I, I think I have to watch it a couple more times. Mm. Yeah, I would definitely need to see because it Because when I'm ranking my, all the other Marvel movies, I'm ranking it based on having seen them multiple times. Uh, and really sat with them and kind of like got the full picture. And Thor, I've seen once, so I don't know. Yeah, you know, if maybe if I had only seen all these movies once, I'd have a different ranking than I do now. But I've seen them all a lot. I watched them a lot. <laughs> Same. Yeah, yeah I, I would definitely life. need to see it again because I I have no idea where it would fall right now. No, it's currently high because I really enjoyed it. Yeah, so yeah, probably right now top five, but I still don't quite know because i'm i don't know i don't know if those jokes are gonna hold up again <laughs> yeah some will some some are probably not funny because you know it's coming yeah some of the jokes i thought were sort of pretty left field so i wasn't expecting expecting it yeah especially anything that taika waititi said that was kind of came out of nowhere and was awkward which was fantastic or like what i think was the one of the my favorite jokes was bruce banner jumping out of an airplane onto the yes. bridge like that's not Probably gonna, not be, gonna funny be funny ever. the second yeah, time but, but it was so unexpected when it happened yeah <laughs> he's just like mangled it was <laughs> that yeah. was yeah that, that was, was like awesome. a, a brilliant and 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 like the thing that i love about that is that like it definitely is what happened like it's it's definitely what happened in the incredible hulk when bruce banner jumps out of the helicopter and then smashes down into the asphalt and then rises up as the Hulk a moment later. But the difference in, in Incredible Hulk is that we don't see, you know, we don't see his, like, lifeless, limp body. You don't body. see the crash. Yeah. We just see him, like, going into the asphalt and then, like, we can kind of piece together that, like, oh, the Hulk's climbing up out of the asphalt now or some shit. But, like, it's it's fun, like, getting confirmation that, like, oh, yeah, every time he does the little adrenaline jump to be the Hulk, he just fucking destroys his body first to do it. It's fantastic. I love it. That's so awful to think about. <laughs> he like breaks every bone in his body before becoming the Hulk. Yuck. Yeah. I also they never explained how he got his tooth back. Huh? He got a tooth punched out in Age of Ultron, the Hulk. Remember when yeah. Tony Stark well, is beating the shit out well, of him? He can obviously regenerate his bones. I guess, yeah. So Te- I don't know. Te- <laughs> teeth too. <laughs> <laughs> um I actually this this is a random question. Uh which two MCU characters do you guys want to see in a team up film in the future though? 
Yeah, I'm asking. I'm I'm hitting the, the hardball questions today. Yeah, yeah, you are. You mean just specifically those two in a movie, like not a whole big infinity? Uh, yeah, exactly. Drax like a team up movie. Dr- okay. Dra- Drax and Iron Man. <laughs> Oh, God. Because Tony Stark would get so sick of his shit so he fast. Would, yeah, he would get super annoyed with him That's pretty quickly. That'd be, that'd be pretty fun. That's pretty good. I dig that. Um, I've So I, I've actually been thinking, too, that, like, in this universe, like, you know, because we talked about Doctor Strange and how easily it wears or, you know, becomes old. I think Doctor Strange would be a great character to team up with a lot of people. Um, yeah, sure. Not Just not Mordo, because... <laughs> <laughs> Mortal will get there. I, I think he'll be interesting at some point. Um, maybe. I would like to see him come yeah, back maybe. as a villain in one of the future films that's not like just a Doctor Strange movie. Um, but I would I would thoroughly enjoy like a, like Iron Man and Doctor Strange. Or, I mean, even like Captain America and Doctor Strange would be super interesting and weird. Or yeah. Doctor Strange and Hawkeye. <laughs> the movie that nobody wants to see. <laughs> 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 the surprise appearance by the winter soldier yeah <laughs> um <laughs> i think like uh. i don't know it's i it would be super fun if like a lot of these new marvel movies don't get sequels and rather just like start you know it's like there's an origin story for this character and then they just kind of like you know go into the other random marvel movies that are that are out there uh Cause I, I, I think that's what they should do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Because I don't... I, don't, I, I, yeah. I definitely would like to see Doctor Strange teamed up with somebody because I don't think he really is one of those characters that can hold his own. Yeah. Too much like Ant-Man. Like, he's so much better when he has other characters to play off of. Totally. I think putting Doctor Strange with somebody like captain america who's like normal and by the book <laughs> yeah is way more entertaining yeah like you know because th- the first rule of storytelling conflict creates creates interest or whatever uh yeah like uh, actually dr strange and ant-man would be a good team-up movie <laughs> i would actually watch that, would, that that would be yeah I, I, That'd be interesting. I don't know what don't know they would do would together. Yeah, it might not be good, but and I have no idea what they would do together. Uh, but I mean, Ant Man, Doctor Strange, and Hawkeye. Yeah, that's a movie nobody. Everyone's wants. favorite heroes. Also, Scarlet Witch. <laughs> and Quicksilver's body. Oh, <laughs> it's Weekend at Bernie's. It's all of them with Quicksilver's corpse. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh yes, Just fucking <laughs> let's green light that right away. Um, actually, though, Doctor Strange and and uh, Scarlet Witch, like I I want to see them interact. I wouldn't want to see a whole film around them, but in Infinity War, I hope they have like some interactions just about like, and I'm sure they will like magic. about magic and they shit. will. That's yeah. like that's like a given. Yeah, um, just even Doctor Strange hanging out with Thor was pretty entertaining. Totally. Yeah. Maybe Odin yeah. and Quicksilver can have a team-up movie. Oh. Well, anyway, Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I thought it was yeah. a pretty good movie. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I I love how awkward Thor is. 
Mm-hmm. He just doesn't know what to do with his hands. It's like the I, or how to the stand. moment when he's like trying to stand casually when Valkyrie's in the room is so great. <laughs> it's pretty great. He's he's so awkward, especially around her, <laughs> which I think is amazing. Mm-hmm. Do you, is that just because he admires her so much? I think he's like. Do you think? I think he admires her and is yeah. Uh, and I think the Valkyries were like uh, sort of this, you know, like. Uh, you know this amazing army so i yeah. think he does i think he looked up to him when he was a kid yeah out that yeah because he wanted to be one yeah before they found he... out they were all women but that's great that's great for you yeah good, yeah. good job it's about time yeah. it's about yep. time uh i i think it's a combination of like he admires her so much and is also like very intimidated by her and the fact that like she kicked yeah. his ass constantly for like a straight half hour during this movie <laughs> yeah that's true uh, which I think would make them a, a, a great pair if they if they ever... Because, uh, you know, there were like subtle hints in this movie that maybe something was, was going to happen with them. Uh, and I think I think that would be a very interesting relationship to sort of uh, explore. Much more interesting than Thor and Jane. That's for damn sure. I'm glad this movie didn't have a love interest thing. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it didn't need one. It so didn't need one. Like there was like obviously a little spark there. But it wasn't like a main focus. I mean, and that could have just been like actor, the actors like energy Getting in the along. same room. Yeah, you know, having fun. Yeah. I th- yeah, I think, and I think like especially, I think that's what Taika brings as a director, probably almost more than anything, really, is like the ability to just like have a really fun shoot and like you know explore and and do you know that improv like they keep talking about and like you know, make everyone enjoy what they're doing, uh, but still sort of culminate it all into a cohesive, you know, final product. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I, I was wondering the whole movie and I, I, I'm glad we got a retry at this episode because I forgot to ask it last time, but like, where the hell is Sif? Like, what? Oh, they did a describing thing. They did something described where she was, like she's on Midgard or something. Mm -hmm. Did they? I feel like they didn't. Yeah, they did, or like somebody answered a question about it or something. There's like some, some like half-assed explanation of why she wasn't there, but th- she wasn't there because the actress was unavailable. Oh yeah, yeah, I knew. Yeah, like because yeah, she's she's yeah. filming a tattoo lady naked in the street show, whatever that's called. Um, that cool. Nobody watches. Yeah. Maybe they do. I don't know. I've heard it's actually surprisingly good, but I I just I couldn't give two shits about it. Um, it's called Blind Spot. There you go. Yeah, naked street tattoo lady. Um, also known as Blind Spot. <laughs> <laughs> I like her as a Naked Street Tattoo Lady. Um, I, I, I like. I'm curious to see if they if they bring her back in a future film, like and and kind of have like a weird thing. Because I mean, like, dude, the Warriors Three died so fast. Yeah, they did. Like, like instant. Yeah, they are dead as shit. Like Hogan, Hogan stuck around for like a little bit, but like, yeah, they're yeah, they're dead as dicks, man. Uh. And also, like, we still don't know really how death works in Asgard. Like, if these, if when they die, they actually die, or if they're not so dead, maybe. I don't know. Because. I don't know. Yeah, I you know? It's like. That's the whole other death story. That's true. Um, it would, it would kind of be interesting, though, to see, like, you know, like, it, it would be interesting to see if, you know, maybe Sif and Valkyrie have a history from, like, you know, before the movies or whatever, uh, 
or something like that where it's you know because you could it, that could kind of be like an interesting rivalry where these two you know you have these two asgardian women who are both like serious warriors and uh I, like i don't know and i think it would be a fun thing to explore yeah i don't really want to see that no I don't want to see two women fighting over a man. Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying fighting over Thor himself because th- that would be dumb. I just mean like in like general competition as like warriors from as Asgard. warriors, yeah, like just sort of the competitiveness, kind of like you saw with Thor and Hulk, right? Like where you have yeah. two just like macho sort of buff like competitive people who are like just have like a, a more of a friendly rivalry or even just a past since they're both from Asgard, like. You know, yeah. there's a good chance that two warrior women from the same place probably knew each other or were competitive at some point. That I'm okay with, as long as it doesn't reach, like, a Rocket and Star-Lord type level where it's just kind of annoying. Mm. You don't like the Rocket and Star-Lord thing? Yeah, like that. I didn't mind it. Eh, I, eh, I don't really <laughs> like it. All right. <laughs> Um, I liked how the Thor's all of Thor's friends got murdered in like the first eight seconds. Oh, you, yes. you're not you're not fond of the Warriors Three? It's not that. It's just like that. That that was kind of like I like ballsy moves like that. And they're like, you remember these guys from the other two movies? They're dead. <laughs> and everyone was like, wait, <laughs> were they dead. in the other two movies? Who are those guys? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was it was it was fun, and it was you know I think I think that Taika probably realized like there hasn't been much interesting done with those guys and they've just kind of like been around because they're around yeah uh so it's probably best to kill them off like they're not interesting so let's just kill them (laughs) yeah and let let zachary levi be shazam and what's having replaced by scourge yes scourge is way scourge and his things he has things i love it when carl urban is able to do like a, a weird role that's outside of what he's typically cast as a uh, weird comedy to- totally. type role. I, 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 he is great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, the I mean, there's really not a performance in this film that I was like, that could have been better. Yeah, yeah. Like Kate Blanchett just crushed it. Oh, she was so good. So good. Although every time she speaks, I just hear Galadriel. Yeah, that's a little tricky. So there. it was a little weird for me, but I absolutely loved her, and I loved. That they kept like her whole big headdress thing <laughs> that she has in the comics, and she like used it multiple times, like when she would fight. Mm. Like it wasn't just a oh look at her one time wearing the totally. thing and it's over with. It's like oh fight time here. Let me put this weird headdress on that does not seem like it's a good thing to wear while in a fight. But <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't. <laughs> but I absolutely loved it. Oh, I totally. thought she was with you. so badass. See. I um, thought that Kate Blanchett did a good job with the performance, but I like I I felt like that villain was the same fucking villain every other Marvel movie has had. I don't I don't I don't feel like that at all. I don't know. She felt cardboard to me and I, just like I, disposable and inconsequential. It was like they tried to like tie it in and be like, ah, oh, but she's his sister, which is basically the same twist that like Guardians two inconsequential. Had. She 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 destroyed Asgard. Sure. Yeah. But like. Like, that's a huge consequence. Because of Hela's interference, Asgard is destroyed. Yeah. And, like, that, that's uh, that's one of the things that makes a big difference f- uh, from her, from, uh, from other ones, like Yellow Jacket, where he's like, I'm an Ant-Man, too. And they're like, punch, punch, punch. And he's like, I'm guess, I guess I'm gone now. No no big consequences. Yeah. yeah but, like, I mean, th- what's his face? Ronan, like, didn't Ronan blow up a planet? 
No, he he blew up a little. Uh, he made a little. He made a little blow up. <laughs> he tried to he, blow. She tried to blow up a planet, yeah. but they stopped him. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, like, I mean, uh, consequences, man. She fucking. Th- she took Thor's eye out. Yeah. Broke. Broke. The hammer. She broke Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Took his eye out and and inadvertently. I mean, you know, Thor had to use, had to use the the fire demon to destroy her and in the process destroy Asgard. I mean, that's. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> that is so cool. Um, that's fair. That's, that, that, Which that, I do love that um, Clancy Brown was the voice of Surtur. Totally. Yeah, that's perfect. I, I immediately picked out his voice because I love his voice so much. It was so perfect. I, I that for whatever reason, like you reminding me of that scene reminded me like it reminded me of that. And then it took me all the way down the road to the uh, scene where Thor first comes back to Asgard and the whole scene. I loved, especially the, the Matt Damon and um, uh, other forgotten Sam Hemsworth brother, Sam Neil, Sam and Sam Neil, Sam Neil, Sam Neil guy, Sam Neil. And Luke I know, Hemsworth. But we're talking about the Hemsworth. I know, I know, I know. I just wanted <laughs> to make sure Sam Neil was in the mix. Cause yes, uh, Sam Neil, he's there and he's <laughs> fucking awesome. Way better than Matt Damon. Hey, Thank you. Don't you dare. <laughs> I love Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Um, Sam Neill is the best. But. <laughs> uh, I loved that scene, but I what I really loved, though, was uh, Anthony Hopkins really selling the I'm not really Odin thing. Totally. Like, yes. Yeah. Man is the he great, did so good. He's the greatest actor in oh the history God. of acting. He's so great. He really is. Like, like he can do anything yeah you know he wasn't even going to do the movie until taika was like here's what i'm going to do and he was like oh, okay i'm in <laughs> nice yeah well, that was good because he's probably <laughs> sick of being like you know the stoic wizened old guy that yeah everyone, you know totally um like totally. no wait hear me out you're gonna be he's odin like, but you're played by loki but loki's playing odin yeah yeah so good oh and you'll die so it's, you don't worry yeah so it's it's cool <laughs> You're not in the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> it'll take you three days. Um, I I loved the Doctor Strange interlude, uh, sort of you know the the five minutes there where like Thor especially, and then also Loki just interacting with that character and like having that little discussion. That was that was so fun. I I really it was I, I like how like Loki wanted to show him up. <laughs> but, oh, I like how it's, yeah, just like so quickly, just is like yeah, he's done. just like. Pfft whatever <laughs> yeah like which is cool because it's the testament to dr change's power like loki's no threat to him yeah yeah at all and thor i mean neither of them are a threat to him yeah yeah which is pretty crazy i yeah so i enjoyed that'll that be, I, that'll be fun seeing i didn't like his oven mitts yeah the oven mitts are a little weird but yeah. super weird. he's gotta get new gloves uh no my favorite part about that was just uh was um, Thor getting whipped around from room to room, just like getting all disoriented? <laughs> and they're like, "It's pretty great." And there was also, I mean, there was another example of what Rachel's talking about with his awkwardness when he's like trying to be all like casual and and confident, and he's like playing around with the little thing and keeps dropping them and stuff. Oh you know? my god, oh my that, god, was, so that was so awesome! <laughs> and when he- and, and Doctor Strange is just like, you, you can stop he's that. Like, just you, stop. Put it you down. You can stop touching that. And. <laughs> <laughs> the the bit where he calls Mjolnir back and it's just like crashing throughout the entire house was pretty great too. Yeah. Um I, I, I do have to say again before I forget, my favorite part is the Willy Wonka part. Yes. <laughs> 
because it's playing the music and it's like the whole ride and then it starts getting like trippy and he starts screaming <laughs> and then he's just suddenly in a room full of people. It's fucking and, great. Oh, I loved that so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, freaking Goldblum, guys. Yeah, I was just going to say. Goldblum. The best of all time. Take to the streets. God. I love Jeff Goldblum just, so much. God, he's just so awesome. I and, and and like, yeah, I don't know. He just sold that. He sold that character so hard. Part of me and feels it, like he wasn't even in costume. Like that. That's just what he wears when he's chilling around the house. Well, that, I'm sure. Like, yeah, it feels like if that was available to him to wear every day, he would just wear that. Yeah. <laughs> um. But no, I, I I I look forward to the meeting of the of the 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 game master and the. And the collector, yeah, dude, they're brothers, and like, I mean, Benicio and Goldblum together—that's just that's that's a good recipe. And well, especially, particularly because Benicio's character is so awesome mm-hmm. in the Guardians movies. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, got okay. So. I now I want those two to meet Doctor Strange, though. That would be a fun. Oh weird... yeah, that big. That be. Good. Oh my yeah. god, that yeah, <laughs> that's what I want. There we go. Let's do that team up movie. <laughs> We'll just call it the Collector, <laughs> the Grandmaster, and Doctor Strange. That's the title. Yep. So you know, it's all we need. Yeah, it's all you need. No, it could be like Strange Tales. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Um, yeah, I and, and that's the thing is like with Infinity War and you know probably Secret Invasion or whatever the hell comes after Infinity War. Like, I hope that especially some of these non-heroes that have been established throughout these movies, I hope they get more chance to like come back in and interact you know these see these characters from different franchises like meet up and just like do shit like i I don't fucking care i'll watch them have a conversation like we did in age of ultron like you know i could have watched that freaking after party scene for two hours and i would have been fine with it (laughs) um And so I, I just I, I look forward to seeing you know and especially like uh, freaking dude Loki with with Grandmaster and the Collector that would also be super fun. Uh, that would be fun. I mean, just even Thor and Loki in this together, and oh yeah, just the way they played off each other and actually sharing like childhood stories mm-hmm. and stuff like with the snake. Yep, because he knows how much I like snakes. <laughs> <laughs> And, and when they do the get help, and he's like, yeah. I don't want to do get help. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Their dynamic but, yeah. is it's and, just so perfect. It really is. And I think this movie pulled that off the best. Yes, absolutely. And th- and that's the thing about Loki is like they can't kill him off or like relegate him because he's so interesting. And especially for Thor, which like most of the time Thor is the least uh, engaging character in the Avengers movies. Like having Loki around brings Thor out so much more. Um, yeah. Granted, I think Taika did a great job with that, you know, with or without Loki. But like, the, I mean, yeah, it's just the, the, that that sort of like weird, you know, brotherly, you know, sort of like rivalry and love and hate and like it's. I I mean, they just it's done so well. And and Tom Hiddleston is such a good Loki. Uh, and he's I mean he's dropped dead sexy, but like, I don't know. It just I. <laughs> I, I I hope that Loki never goes away, which is a sad thing to hope. He won't. Yeah, not until Marvel no, gets a better not... villain. Fair. He is their best villain because he is the most developed. Yeah. And that's I think that's yeah. my biggest problem is like all of these villains, it's it's kind of a villain of the week thing, you know, just played out over 
a larger period of time, but it's just like, all right, this person showed up and then then we beat them and now they're gone forever. Yeah. Yeah. And uh Yeah, they definitely have a disposable villain problem. Yeah, and it's just like cuz so many of them were super cool. Like I would have loved to see more Ronin stuff, you know, or like have, oh, you yeah. know, someone, I mean Jeff Bridges' character as well, like having him last for longer would have been great or, you know, I mean like I don't know. I I I want to see this this stuff sort of like coming back to haunt uh the characters a bit more and i hope that in infinity war that gives them the chance to because you know like i've talked about before the infinity gauntlet does technically give thanos the ability to bring people back from the dead and so there could be a chance there that like some of these villains come back and do something and i also think that there's a chance that hella might be the mcu's version of death uh who thanos is in love with. i don't yeah i don't think so no yeah i don't think so either no, I but i also so. don't think she's gone I mean, she, yeah, because you never see her die. Yeah, no. she is the goddess of death, right? Like, yeah, I feel like having yeah, the goddess of. I think I'm with you. I don't think she's gone. Yeah, either. I don't think she's gone. I just um, I feel like having the goddess of death that, and then that, also that, having death. That, that would be the ultimate fucking Marvel, like a the badass move on Marvels to be like, cre- intentionally create the villain problem they have, just to be, make just to like get everybody like keep killing all these good villains off and bring all of them back. Yeah. That'd be yeah. pretty fucking badass. That would be a pretty yeah. be like just kidding. They're all back. Yeah. Yep. They didn't really die, you guys. And that would be a very Thanos I want, move. I want. I want uh, Red Skull back. Yeah. Yeah. Because we got to punch some more Nazis. Everything again. about every everything about him is awesome, except for that movie. <laughs> yeah. I, d- I don't <laughs> like that movie either. It's not good. Um, no. Yeah, I don't know. I. I yeah. It did get me, and especially the the post credits, the little Thanos teaser, uh, got me very excited for Infinity War. Yeah, that that was pretty cool. That was pretty and, good. And the look on their faces was, mm-hmm. oh, we're just going to Earth. It's going to be fine, <laughs> you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Uh, but so Loki took the Tesseract. Yeah. Oh course, yeah, I'm sure right? he did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he. That's took how it. Thanos found him. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I didn't make that connection, that's, but that you know, that's makes total good. sense. I like that. Because he did, you know, he walked by it and was like, oh, there it is. I like that oh, thing. <laughs> I guess I'll take it while I'm here. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. I mean, that's that's yep, the plot that's thread that they're going to have job, to like Matt. pick up on is like, what did Thanos do right after arriving on top of Asgard? I hope the Russo brothers keep the relation, the like the 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 tone of Ragnarok with those characters that they're that they're going to be in. Mm-hmm. It seems like and don't tr- and don't try to like write them back to how they were written five years ago. Yeah, yeah. It seems. I mean, like from the from the little bit of Thor that that uh, I saw in the leaked uh, version of the Infinity War trailer, he was uh-huh. pretty sarcastic and fun. Oh, good. Um, I think that they like. I think what was that? Him in the Guardians mm. is going to be amazing. Yeah, that's that's going to be him and Rocket Raccoon. That's a team up movie I'd watch. Oh, oh my yeah. god, that'd be great. Yes, <laughs> that'd be so. I good. want that right now. I would. Lo- I would love a Hulk <laughs> and Groot movie just to see how they deal with those characters interacting with anything. It's like two characters that'd who are good. the least capable of conversation. I'd love a Spider Man and Hulk and Groot movie. Oh, that'd be great. That would be great. And I kind of just want to see like everybody with Gamora. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That'd be fun if they did the Iron Man and Gamora thing in the movies. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm for that. 
I'm on board. I like that. I like that. That's like one of my favorite moments in the Guardians comics. Yeah, same here. So funny. I like <laughs> that's that's the he thing. Just like gets his ass kicked. I I <laughs> I so hope that Iron Man's in the in the third Guardians movie. That'd be fantastic. That would be good. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think I don't know. Do, is there anything else you guys wanted to say about Ragnarok before we uh, cast this thing off into the sunset? Uh. Great, great. Had a great time. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. That's the point. Rock on. Uh, yeah. Cool. No, it's good shit. Cool. Um, cool, Matt. Cool story, Matt. Cool, cool, cool bro. Uh, yeah, but what, let us know what you thought of uh, Ragnarok and who your favorite character was. Again, uh, enter for that drawing. Hashtag Savage Land Pod. Uh, and, and if you're the lucky winner, we'll, uh, reach out to you via Twitter and, and see if you want, uh, if you want a freaking if you want a freaking comic or if you want a random item from Matt's garage. Um, yeah. Uh, something, something, something. What are we, what are we doing next week? I think, oh, I think next week's nobody knows. Let's see. Oh, justice league is coming out the day next week's episode comes out. So it'll be yeah, two weeks from I, now. And I, I'm going to be very delayed on Justice League, just so you guys know. Mm. I'm probably going to also be delayed. I don't what know. about the I, search I traffic? Be, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be out of town. Baraheim? Actually, I'll be, I'll be in your town for Justice League, actually. That's, that's fun. Oh, for Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah we'll figure that out. Next week, we'll t- probably talk about something. Who knows what? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if you have any suggestions, you can tweet those at us as well. <laughs> <laughs> Run our show for us. Um, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we will. Oh, maybe Murder on the Orient Express. I think that comes out uh, like right now as we're recording. Huh. Ooh. Oh, I do want to see that. Yeah, I do too. That looks do fantastic. I. That fucking mustache. Um, yep, November 10th. It comes, yeah, cool. Well, p- all right. Uh, anyway, uh, Twitter and uh, uh, Twitter's at Savage Land Pod, Facebook and Instagram, Savage Land Podcast. Uh, we love ratings and reviews, so please leave them for us because that uh, is great. And we do have a voicemail, but we'll play it on the next episode. Um, uh, and something, something. Oh, the voicemail number is 413-SAVAGE-4. Uh, you can go into the show notes to find links to all of our stuff as well as the promo codes for both Comic Bento and T-Blocks, the t-shirt company that uh, also sponsors us. Uh, is there I don't know is there anything else we need to talk about I can't remember I'm so bad uh, great shirt Jake <laughs> <laughs>